Episode 83 of the Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by Berkici.ca for the best in Italian products and available coast-to-coast, delivered straight to your door anywhere in Canada. Go to Berkici.ca right now to order online. This is the Drive-By with Freeway Frank. What's going on? Freeway Frank. It's episode 83 of the Drive-By Podcast. Tuesday, the first of two this week. Thank you for tuning in. The never-ending snow. It hasn't been a cold winter here in Montreal, but I, I feel like... Oh, by the way, I used to hate doing weather updates when I did my radio gig. because That's what radio people were known for. Time and temperature. So, But, but now we've had so much snow, it's hard not, not to mention that off the top because it seems like I'm always outside shoveling and it's so bad we've gotten so much snow that sometimes in between my my shovels or my shoveling my wife uh, that, that's that's embarrassing to me but I'm sorry I'm gonna be honest not that my wife can't shovel she can shovel to her heart's content but it's one of those things I feel that a man should be doing so let's say I shoveled at one in the afternoon and it snowed again and I'm not going to shovel till five. If I'm not around somewhere in between then and she decides she's going to go out and shovel because my wife is total exercise person, I'm going to go work out, I'm going to go do a spin class, I'm going to go shovel the snow. And for those hours that she's out there, not that it takes hours, but let's say in that window that I'm not there to shovel because I think shoveling is, is something a man should do. I know that's a little sexist, but I'm embarrassed when my wife is out shoveling or my wife is taking out the garbage. It's one of those things that you, know, you don't want to see your wife doing. Pushing the the recycling bins, stuff like that. And it's, it, I'm not trying to be sexist. It's just, guys, these are things we need to do. So when she's out there shoveling, yeah, A, I look bad. <laughs> so let's be honest. And uh, and then she's out there shoveling. Then she gives me shit when I get home. I was, I was out there. I shoveled twice today. I go, well, I was gone for eight hours. So it's not my fault. You have to wait. I'm not going to wait for you. Okay, don't wait for me. But again, it's hard not to talk about what's going on outside when all I seem to be doing this winter is shoveling snow. What a start to the podcast. Speaking of snow, getting away, vacations, it's a time of the year, January and February, where Instagram is off the hook with people's vacation pictures. Now, we all have done it at some point. I've done it. I was never the type of person to go on vacation and post 30 pictures and 100 stories. It, it would be more like during the week, maybe three or four pictures. Here's where we are. We're having a great time just in case anybody ever gets a similar idea to go to that place. They might want to see what it looks like. That's about it. But then there's people that post. And I mean, I guess I don't have to look at it. It's the nonstop, nonstop pictures. And one of the, the, the most popular ones from this winter are people renting yachts. You know, there's there's three or four uh, housewives on the catamaran, the husbands are all uh, sitting down, smoking cigars, and they're showing all their asses, which is nothing wrong. Nice to see some some hotter adult ass, no problem. But, you know, this is what attacks my feed. And I see four women in bikinis in their 40s, and uh, their kids nowhere to be seen. Their ass is all sticking out, and I'm thinking to myself, this is just something that wouldn't be happening. 
You know how I talked about back in the day last week? These, my mom in her 40s wouldn't be showing her ass with all her friends. These are uh, trying times. These are <laughs> not only trying times, they're different times. I guess this is what people do nowadays. Yeah, from TikTokers and girls in their 20s, 30s, now even 40s and 50s, the ass is a big thing. The ass is the focus of the Instagram picture and stories from vacations in January now in February. It's no longer we're pushing the kids to a side. It's no longer here I am with my husband. It's one picture. It's me in a bikini, my ass, my drink in my ass. Uh, not, not the drink in the ass, but my drink. Maybe on the beach chair, on the side of the beach chair, on the, on the little um, table and my ass. And then some sand in my ass. And then I'm having jerk chicken. And it's a shot of the jerk chicken on the barbecue. Somehow my ass got in there. And then there's my ass again uh, as they're doing another stir fry late at night. Uh, it's just insane. That's all I see. I, again, I'm not going to complain. These are just observations. It seems like, speaking of vacations, uh, by the way, I'm, I'm going nowhere ever again, it seems like, because I'm just, I'm, I have too much stuff that's on the go. It's a better way of saying it. In other words, not that there's that much going on, but there's stuff on the cusp of happening, and I've been on the cusp for now for, for a while. That means things are happening, but they're moving at a snail's pace, and they're about to boom, all right? But until they boom, I have to commit to what I'm doing, right, which is this podcast and other things, and so I can't go anywhere. So it seems like my wife is planning all of her vacations this year without me. And I'm okay with that. And I was talking to my sister, and my sister goes, oh, Frank's just, uh, you're just jealous, she said in front of my wife. You know, she's like, no, I'm not jealous. I've been on a million vacations, which, by the way, that was a great album by Max Webster. I don't need to go on vacation every week, every month, even every year for that matter. I've been everywhere. I've gone to so many places. Yes, I want to resume that. But for now, let my wife go on vacation. <laughs> That's another thing, by the way. Wives never went on vacations without their husbands in the past. They didn't take solo vacations, but with all due respect, she's going on a mother-daughter trip at some point, okay? A, a big mother-daughter trip. And I love my mother-in-law, and, and they have a great bond, so they're, they're going to be doing that. And then uh, she's all already planning uh, like other things for, I guess, later in the summer, if you can make it, she says to me. <laughs> In other words, I'm not waiting for you, old fool. If you can make it, if not, here's what I'm looking at doing. And, you know, I don't blame her whatsoever. I'll just sit here by myself uh, wondering when I'm going to shovel again or uh, when I'm going to be uh, watering the garden when the summer months come. Somebody mentioned this to me the other day. It was a friend of mine. We were out, and it, and it gave me like a mini heart attack because it's something that we all need to be aware of. We do. I remember watching an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, and they were talking about this. So he's at the Lakers game, and he's sitting with his friend, and they happen to have tickets in the nosebleeds. He's way up high. And his friend looks down with his binoculars and sees David Spade, and he's sitting like he's got floor seats. And so Larry David decides he's going to call David Spade. What? He's sitting to David Spade. I'm going to call him. An asshole. <gasps> uh, what? He screened my call. How do you always screen your call? I saw him on the binoculars. He screened the call. You know, I always thought people were doing that when I called them. This just confirms it. So you taught me a lesson. 
I was going to give somebody the benefit of the doubt. I almost did. And something said, no, don't. Don't. It's not for you. Imagine being at the Bell Center in Montreal or at your favorite arena or stadium, and you see the person, but they're too far away, literally on the other side of the arena or whatever, and you call them up and you see them pick up their phone, but they don't answer you. They look down, they see it's you calling on the caller ID, but they don't pick you up. The ultimate disrespect. So I was talking to a friend of mine the other night, and she said she was out to dinner, and this almost happened to her husband. And it was somebody that her husband doesn't terribly like anyway. There's a chance that that person doesn't terribly like him either, which would make things even more, how do you say, uncomfortable. But they have to, I guess, deal with each other business-wise, run into each other every now and then. They were out for dinner, and his phone rang, and he made one of those, you know, those sounds like, oh, no, not that, not that, the, the, whatever somebody does, makes that sound, that's like, uh, it's like, uh, yeah, it's exactly like, uh, it could be a, uh, or a, it's never good, right? It's, they don't want to answer the phone, but he said, let me pick it up. Thankfully, he picks it up because the person that was calling him was at the table right behind him at the restaurant they were at. Had he not picked up, the person was watching him. It's almost like some people do this as a test. So thankfully he picked up and then he turned around and he smiled at the guy and, and when he turned around back at his wife, then he kind of rolled his eyes and said, oh man, thank God I answered that call. So all I'm saying here is, and what we came up with the other night when we were discussing this is always pick up your phone in public, no matter what, you never know who's watching. Always, no matter what. If anything, especially if you're at an arena, sporting event, it's loud anyway. Wherever you may be that it's loud, you pick up the phone. And it's loud. You go, hi, yeah, 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 go, yeah, yeah. oh, you're there, okay, hi. And then you, you know, you don't have to talk to them for for very long. And then, that's it. Unless you like the person, and then you could meet up at the arena or whatever. But especially if you don't like the person and you don't want to start anything, then just pick up the phone because you never know if they're watching you. Because there's nothing worse than that person somewhere in that room noticing that you're not picking up. Then they think. You're an asshole, right? And and it, who cares what they think? But it's what they go tell other people. And that's the problem. The problem is you're not an asshole. And then they're going to go tell 10 people or going to tell 20 people or 30 people. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to spread like the plague that never happened. So always pick up your phone in public because you never know who's watching. This episode of the Drive-By Podcast number 83 is brought to you by Berkichi.ca. I was there the other day roaming the aisles. Funny enough, they said to me, Frank, you're not ordering online. I said, well, I'm promoting Berkichi.ca, B-E-R-C-H-I-C-I.ca. You could order any of their products from the store online and deliver to you anywhere across Canada. Do it now. Check out the link wherever you get this podcast. Click on it and order. But for me, I was like, no, I'm here. I'm in the neighborhood. I came by personally with me. I like to see. I like to walk around. I like the experience of walking around. Now, after I drove home and I don't live too close, now this store is Berkichi is more central. I, I'm on the other side. Then I realized when it took me 50 minutes to get home, I should have ordered online as well. There you go. They got me. Berkichi.ca. Order online, even if you're listening here in the Montreal area or in the province of Quebec. Do it. Delivered straight to your door. The best, the finest in Italian products. It's Berkichi.ca. Hey, we're back on the Drive-By Podcast, episode 83. I was just talking about phones, cell phones. Speaking of, of that, 
How about the people, they're always on their cell phones, okay? Anytime you're with them, even when you're at dinner, their phone, you know, they, they have their phone, it's on the table, and then they pick it up. They put it down, and then they, they can't stay off their phone. These are coworkers. These are people that you know, friends, acquaintances, family members. With. They're always on their phone. Kind of like what I discussed before I talked about Berkici. They're always on their phone, but when you text them or call them, not a chance. It takes them days to write you back. What does that mean? Is that along the same lines as somebody that is in a public place? You're trying to call them, and they're not picking up. They see it's you, and they don't pick up. Slap in the face. I think this is a slap in the face. I've worked with several people who were attached to their phone. In other words, they couldn't put it down. If I write to these people, considering that they're Siamese twins with their phone, you would think that if I'm texting them, and it's been a while since I've texted them, that they might, I don't know, reply within a few minutes because it seems like they reply to everybody else. Maybe a few uh, hours uh, but a few days is not acceptable. To me, that is the new slap in the face, the, the new shun. You know what? Reply. Now, I'm not saying I haven't done this, but chances are if I don't reply to a text that you've sent me, there's a reason. So I'm either unavailable, I don't like you, I don't like you, or I'm unavailable and I don't like you. It could be that it gets lost within the thread, and what, that, that happens too. There's not too many people that I don't like, so that's usually not the case. But most of the time, if somebody doesn't reply to you right away, it means they're not really into, you know that whole thing, remember the whole, uh, he's not really that into you, he's not that into you. Yeah, well, they're really not that into you, or the, you don't serve a purpose to them, at least not right now. And the minute you might serve a purpose to these people again, then they're interested in being your friend again. Then they'll write to you immediately. It's wild, but it's true. If you have something to offer, you're more active and they see that you're doing things and they're noticing you on your social media, they might be more prone to picking up that phone and replying to you right away. If they see nothing's happening, if they see there's no story about you, in other words, right? I can only... Talk about this by experience. There's nothing happening in my life. Let's say, you know, you know, the minute something happens and it's exciting, oh, 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 they're there. But there's nothing exciting happening. It's quiet, let's say, on the Frank front or on the fill-in-the-blank, your name front, whatever. They won't reply to you. They don't care. It's like, why am I replying to this guy now? I don't have a need for him. It's unbelievable. It's wild. <laughs> this stuff is, it, it's wild that it says a lot about people and it says a lot about how people, what they think of you and how they view you. I was talking about Instagram earlier in vacations, all the excessive pictures and stories that people do when they're on holiday. I know they're excited. I know they're pumped. I know they're, they're happy. They're in somewhere, they're, they're having a great time. And some people, they just like to brag and tell other people, look, look, I left that snow you talked about, Frank, at the beginning of the podcast. Left that behind. Look where I am. And for other people, it's just they just want to share their vacation with other people because they're not bad people. They just want to, they just want to share because they think other people might be interested in seeing where they are, which some will, your closest friends will and family and others don't give a shit. But along those lines is another thing I noticed on Instagram that's very popular more than ever, and especially on a Monday. Monday is a big day for this, beginning of the week, because that's when people have to at least convince themselves this is going to be a good week. 
<laughs> so you see the more I laugh because I'm the same way. The only thing is I don't post motivational videos because who am I kidding? Okay. I wake up on Monday morning and I and I, I know it's sad. I know it's sad. But when you're um when you're a freelancer, let's call me that, uh, when you're jobless and uh <laughs> When you're doing your your stuff, you're working on yourself. But in other words, what I'm trying to get at is I have no employer. I work for myself. Like I wake up and it's Monday morning. Okay, it's I better get off my ass and start doing some stuff or else this is going to be a long week, right? Let's get things into gear and uh, let's, let's, let's rock it. When you don't have an employer, when you don't have somebody to answer to, you're doing the hustle. That's what they call it, right? Everybody's doing the hustle nowadays. So uh, you got to do these motivational videos. And uh, the the people who do most who are are big on these motivational videos. Sorry to break it to you, are women. Okay, guys, not as unless you're um, David Goggins, you know, and you're running 50 miles a day, and you're legit trying to motivate yourself and people. Yeah, for sure. But the most part, it's people who wake up uh, like me at the beginning of the week, and they're like, "Oh, this is going to be rough," and it's the middle of winter. And how am I going to make it to Tuesday, yet alone Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday in the weekend? Well, I'm going to convince myself. I'm going to do a post where I'm going to motivate other people to be the best version of themselves this week. And I'm going to put out this video, and I'm going to show everybody that I am happy. And uh, look at me, how amazing I am. And this is going to be an incredible week when we're going to get things done. Truthfully, if you're going to get things done, and if it's going to be an incredible week, then it's going to happen, right? You don't need to tell everybody. So unless you're literally making two, $300,000 this week from your motivational video, uh, there's nothing motivating about what you're doing besides trying to convince yourself, not trying to be mean. And I know a lot of people need to do this. I need to do this. As well, sometimes I put up stories, sometimes I put up stuff to try to convince myself that I need to keep going. <laughs> I might, all right, so uh, what's the uh, positive from, uh, oh, this stat is positive. All right, so 80% of podcasts uh, last year, there was an 80% decline in podcasts, but my podcast is still growing, so that's good, I'm still around. Excellent. That's a great stat to put up. I'm going to put up that stat. Nobody cares that I'm putting up this stat, but I'm doing it for myself because I'm putting it up to show myself, hey, I'm still here. So that's why people do this. They, you know, the go teams. And I'm not trying to put anybody down. The hashtag go teams, the go us, right? They're not trying to convince anyone else but themselves. At the same time, they're trying to show everybody that they're just like them. And everybody goes through a tough time and we need to motivate ourselves to get back into it. So Monday is the perfect day. I'm going to motivate everybody. Are you ready, gang? Here we go. Are you up for this? Boom. Then Tuesday, you don't hear from them. Then Wednesday, no video. Then Thursday, what's happening? Then they're at some event and then it's Thursday night, Friday maybe. And there's the bottle of wine. Or the champagne bottle. Now they've resorted to drinking. It's the weekend. And yeah, now they're snowshoeing. So you get what I'm saying? So uh, what motivational video? But I know that's the thing. And I know that we do it as human beings, if anything, to just make ourselves more motivated or feeling better. Because if we don't, then it's may as well just turn over, put the pillow over your head and sleep another couple of hours. As depressing as it sounds, it's the truth. But 
I want to say, because I know this is the time of the year that everyone talks about, you know, even though this happened last week, I didn't want to bring it up last week. That's the time of the year everybody brings it up, the whole mental health thing. I know it's not easy, especially not in the middle of winter when it's cold. I know it's not easy when you're watching videos of people on vacation. This is why I brought all this up. I know it's not easy when you're trying to write to people and they're not <laughs> replying to you. I know it's not easy. This is, ah, now you, oh, now this is the method to Frank's madness and all the stuff he talked about on this podcast. Okay, so my point is, Things will get better. Here, here's my motivational video. See what I'm doing? Things will get better. The months will go by. Spring will arrive, which will bring hope again, and summer, and nice weather, and life goes on no matter what. No matter what is going on in our lives, we all battle something, our own demons, our own mental health. I just wanted you to know, by mentioning maybe a couple of these stories, I've been able to kind of mesh them all together here at the end and show you that there's meaning behind why I, I talked about all this stuff. And I think most people following me right now are still following me and understand exactly what I mean. So there will be tough times. There will be less tough times. I know people are going through a lot right now, the economy, financially, and I hear you. And I'm here with you as well. And anytime you want to reach out to me, I've gotten some really interesting DMs recently where people did reach out and said some really nice words and opened up to me and told me things about them and their lives, which I thought, okay, that's a connection. That's way more interesting to me, making that connection with somebody and replying to a couple of messages back and forth with each other than just seeing some motivational video one-sided and that's it. I'm always here at Freeway Frank, Twitter and Instagram. I hear you, I see you, and I appreciate you listening in to episode 83 of the Drive-By Podcast brought to you by Berkici.ca, the best of Italy, straight to your door, beautiful olive oils, incredible pastas, just great stuff straight from Italy. I was there, as I said, I bought a whole bunch of stuff. It seems like every time I go to Berkici, more stuff comes in that I've seen in Italy, but I haven't seen here. And that's the beauty about going there. And you don't even have to go there. That's the best part is you go to berkici.ca and you see all these items that you would see if you were walking the aisles online. You order them from anywhere in Canada. They are delivered straight to your door. Try us. Berkici.ca. Order now. Italy, straight to Vancouver. Italy, straight to Calgary, Toronto, Hamilton, Ottawa, Montreal, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me again. I'm Freeway Frank. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Freeway Frank.